0: Right, everybody, it's the ID84 show live here from quarantine week 11 of us stuck in our own uh, domiciles here during the uh, great uh, year of 2020 yet far. Uh, as always, to the, I guess, to the left of me, the mighty <coughs> Adam the Mallet um, and special guest. Uh, All the way from Brooklyn, New York, comedian, Mac O'Hara, right below us. How you doing, Mac? Nice to have you. And Ryan, our uh, new third mic, will be joining us. He's having some uh, technical difficulties right now, so he probably will join us somewhat through the show. So uh, obviously, if you've seen the box pop up, that is Mr. Glover himself. Um, Yeah,
1: first day. First day is the official third chair, and he's just mailing it in.
0: (laughs) Technical, (laughs) yeah, I know, right? (laughs) The funny thing is... We all logged in. We could see him, and it looked like he was talking. We just couldn't hear him. So I'm not quite sure exactly what the issue was, but um, oh, there you go. Nevertheless, there was an issue. So there's always an issues at the show. It's, it's techni- technicalities, if you will. Um, so how are you guys' week? How's uh, another week in quarantine been treating you guys?
1: You know, just another... As you said, just another week. You know what? Now I've been going through these weird laughing fits and I don't know where they're coming from. I'm not doing any drugs either. I just like the other day, even just a couple hours ago, I just started laughing for almost no apparent reason. Yeah. Just, it was nice. It was great. Yep. But I, I I can't explain it. it it's, it's
2: Are you a- doing the laughing and the crying or is it just?
1: Oh, it's just laughing. Crying's it's over. Laughing. Okay. I'm past that phase. I'm <laughs> past the depression. That's done. All All right. Right. It's like I'm going through these weird levels. I feel like, and now I'm just laughing at everything. That's everything's funny. No, that'd
0: be could potentially losing your mind. I think. I think you're going a little crazy because you have been more. I you're
2: going to say Yeah,
0: you've been very more isolated than most of us, right? I mean, you've pretty much been like a, a lone ranger for the the most part. Yeah,
1: yeah pretty much. I mean, I, I'm not thinking of harming anybody or myself. Well, no, well, none of good. that. I'm just finding every little thing funny. Like I would be your best like person at your comedy show because even if your joke was horrible, I'd probably be laughing. That's yeah. how sensitive I am right now. I'm just good laughing.
0: <laughs> I should sure you brought. I should have brought you in last week when we were doing. Uh, when I was doing my uh, online uh, comedy, I could have used some of that excitement.
1: Did you pay that guy
0: off? Like, <laughs> yeah, no kidding, Mac. Go how's uh, How's quarantine treating you? Especially being it's good,
2: man. I uh, my dad recently gave me a haircut, which was like good but also terrifying at the same time because he was using baby scissors it oh was kind shit. of just like taking a chunk and ripping it out and uh I think it's starting you know it isn't perfect but it looks kind of mullet like but yeah it's the best that we got we're good
1: Jeez. holy shit. it's like a monsoon it's it's like a monsoon all of a sudden outside sorry to interrupt it's just Is that raining? it's pouring it's like gee I don't even know where the hell this came from I'm sorry sorry
0: Alright, <laughs> didn so <laughs> yeah. he's losing his mind again <laughs> I was stuck at it uh, <laughs> Adam how do you uh, You know that's a funny question Matt. <laughs> Mac you bring up haircuts um, Adam how do uh, you been getting your haircuts
1: Oh I have a friend who's a hairdresser
0: okay So they've been coming oh, over friend, and doing it for oh, you
1: My friend Michelle I went to her house And I uh, just cut my hair oh.
0: oh. What have you been doing i literally been, I've been working legally. I've been going I've been back to the office for three weeks. So, um, oh, okay. The, before that, though, it wasn't so bad, though, because I was surrounded by at least like five or six other people. My, my wife, my kid, and my parents and stuff. So it's like, it wasn't so much bad. It wasn't so bad for me. Like I kind of just, you know, I got used to <laughs> it. But uh, Adam, on the other hand, was kind of losing his mind a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm good. I'm so, good. So you're in the uh,
0: heart of uh, Brooklyn. You're in the heart of uh, coronavirus and the heart of rioting. Uh, Mac, uh, how, yeah. how's that going for
2: you? Um, well, everyone's kind of ignored the coronavirus. Like, people kind of think it's gone away. People are just like going outside now without masks and stuff, which probably isn't good in the long run. But the rioting is dialing up, and It's like everywhere.
1: Yeah. Kind of crazy. Yeah, it seems yeah, like everyone's just fed up. Everyone's just fucking sick of it.
2: They're done. I, yeah, I think there's the, the, there was just like a pressure point that was finally pushed with all of this and people flooded out of their houses and now you know they have a reason to they have a cause and they're, they're gonna fight for that cause
1: i think that's a reason why too the riots are even worse It's because you have you know that that was that horror that incident that happened and then you have people who have been already just crammed inside for too long so that adds to that so I think it just made everything a hell of a lot worse and then you have people who are seeing people they're not wearing masks I'm not wearing a fucking mask then you know so it's just yeah. everything just blew up you know
2: yeah I mean there are videos of these riots and like the worst part of them is no one's wearing a fucking mask like the cops aren't wearing masks the rioters aren't so it's just kind of like this thing's gonna escalate as the protests escalate and who, who knows what's going to happen.
0: Right? Do you think there's going to yeah. be a uh, do you think there's going to be a spike now cuz there's a lot of people obviously not yeah. social distancing but they weren't wearing masks either which is very concerning to me and uh um I guess we'll find out in 2 weeks. <laughs> That's like no we got to wait. <laughs>
1: Right. It is concerning and it isn't to me. I mean, you look at the numbers and they're, they're not that bad. It's, I mean, I don't want anybody that has, I think it really is weakening. Like they say, like the strand that's going around is weakening. Like my neighbors behind me had it. Like they, they, they were sick, but like they weren't, but they're, you know, they're not like elderly or if, if you're elderly, obviously it's a major concern. Um, Or if you have some sort of autoimmune disorder, obviously that's a concern, but um, I don't, the numbers indicate like it, it it's, i think it's gonna go down but it is gonna go up again obviously a little bit but i don't think it's gonna be nearly what it was when this thing first erupted towards the end of march right
0: yeah i don't so. think so i think you I agree, I agree with you i think it's pretty much gonna kind of come down i think it's already coming down i think at this point it's uh it is what it is it's it it was taking out old people so if they just said it the first time old old people just you know hunker down for a little while no you know and let it go and we'll see what happens and I guess uh, you could take it both sides. A, they didn't know, and B, I mean, I don't know. Is ah. it, it is what it is. But have you been uh, Have you been uh, protesting and rioting in New York City then, Mac? Have, you been, uh, have I seen you um, on the well,
2: news? I live with like, elderly people, so I'm trying to deal with that. Um, they're not elderly, but they're older. High risk, um, if you
0: will, yeah. Yeah,
2: so I'm kind of trying to balance my options and see. No, there are a lot of other ways that you can help. I like can call like local politicians and stuff and donate so i'm trying to help in that way and then kind of figure out how i'm going to end up because i do want to participate at some point yeah uh i just don't know how i i do it safely with keeping my family safe and and all of that so i'm, I'm weighing my options in that regard
0: yeah yeah that's the best thing oh, yeah. to do it
1: i mean i you love these idiots that looted the apple store <laughs> yeah Yeah, right, and
2: then didn't they say, like, oh, these phones are on lockdown, you can't use them or something?
1: Yeah, they can't be used, (laughs) because, like, Apple, like, is able to just kill them. And, and, like, people were taking pictures that their phone that's now essentially a paperweight. But then people were harassing those people who posted those photos, because, like, you're posting a photo of a fucking iPhone that you stole, you fucking idiot. (laughs) You
0: know? (laughs) right. Let's see. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, I guess
2: it's better uh, doing that than, you know, looting all of the local businesses that actually are having a hard time. But still, I'm
1: are- 100% agree with you. Okay. Sorry, Artie. Well,
0: I'm going to send a new, We're going to. I'm going to bounce this off for a second and send us a new link. So open up your emails. Give me one second. Because okay. Ryan, for some reason, because you was on and you got logged off, they won't, Zoom doesn't let you back in. But, uh, yeah, so w- w- what we left off, we were talking about uh, the quarantine and Mac just got a haircut from his dad and Adam's laughing at himself uh for no particular reason whatsoever. And uh here we are multiple days later. So um
1: This is a weird day, man. Nothing's yeah. going right. <laughs> no, it's
0: it is. It's just like it is an odd day, but
1: the show must go on.
0: The show must go on. So that's the miracle of the internet. So we don't have to be in the same place at the same time. So, Mac, how long you you uh, been doing uh, comedy for?
2: Uh, well, I kind of started my junior year of high school, and uh, I just finished my freshman year of college. But I had to take a break during the college semesters and stuff to deal with, you know.
0: Did you go to college in the, in the city, or you uh, you go out? I uh, walked in D.C., so
2: oh, I went wow. down a little. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 they don't have a bad comedy scene there, because uh, I lived in D.C. for uh, six months, and um, I did a couple comedy shows there. Um, it's not bad. It's not New York. It's not Boston, but it's uh, there's stuff to do if you are looking to uh, you know just hit an open mic a time or two just to stay, uh, you know, get the rest off, you know?
2: Yeah, no, it's fun. Um, it's just hard. You know, I didn't have a car, because I was a freshman in college, so that made it really difficult to get around to yeah. places in Virginia and Maryland and stuff around.
0: So we were in DC, are you staying, are you uh in, in the, t- in the city? Or are you in the burbs at all? Like Virginia or Maryland? It's kind
2: of got a burbs. Well, it, uh, Northwest. So, um, okay. You know, like not really close to anything in the city.
0: We, uh, I lived in uh silver spring. If you know where that is, that's like, yeah. Kind of Northeast, I think of DC in that quadrant over there. But, uh, yeah it's a
2: nice city i mean it's nice and small and it kind of like balances especially where i was like suburban college town plus like city if you want to go in which was which was a really cool mix yeah um yeah i mean it was a nice break from new york but i definitely i'm kind of glad to be home even in quarantine
0: it's got to be tough to go from growing up in New York to going anywhere else in the world, I would think. Because like, right. as, as a kid, you know, you always think of New York as, like, D-City. Like, that's the, once you get there, it's like everything else is kind of, like, average, right? So, I mean, being what, so you say 19 years old, living in New York City your entire life, and then all of a sudden go to D.C. and it's like, you're like, ah, this is it. And, like it's You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I can feel it being uh, a little bit of a, you know, disappointment. You know what I mean?
2: It was a bit. I mean, I know a lot of kids were coming from suburban or country areas and they were like, wow, I can't believe I made it to the city. I'm like, this is not yeah. the city. <laughs> this is <laughs> like a city. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. It was It was a bit of a disappointment for sure, but I had a good first
0: year. So, what's it like growing up in uh, Brooklyn? You, I'm assuming you've been there majority of your life?
2: Yeah. I, I took a couple years in LA. Um, oh, okay. Like in the middle of there, but most of my life in Brooklyn, yeah, and it's great. It's being able to walk everywhere, and I mean that's the best part. Subway walking, like you have so much freedom. You don't have to ask your parents to drive you anywhere when you're 14; just go.
0: Yeah, that's that's the best part of New York. At least when you're visiting, for the most part, it's uh the fact you can take the subway anywhere. You can go anywhere. I mean, it's not one part of the the whole area you you are it's not accessible back right. in, back in the day and we're going we're going deep so uh if you're 19 let's do some quick math right now if you're 19 Uh-oh. so you're 19 man you were well, i'm going to go back to when you were probably about two or three years old <laughs> we're going to 2004 all right and uh i used to date a girl I lived in southern connecticut she lived in uh Nowak, and i used to do, we used to every other weekend i would drive down this this was my uh it's my sophomore year of college, so I'm pretty much where you are, at, almost where you are at this point, at this point of the story. Just yeah. many moons ago, I'm 36 and well out of college, but many, well, almost 36 for that matter, but um, we, we used to go to New York City all the time. I thought it was a big deal, because I would come down, and then I uh, would take the, the Metro North into the city, and then like, it would, you know, but you know, I, I, I pretty much, other than Manhattan, I've been to Yankee Stadium in the Bronx, and then um, Queens, I've been to... Uh, just uh, City Field and Shea Stadium, and then I, the only thing, place in Brooklyn I really been to is uh, Coney Island. So I never really actually seen. I took the train through Brooklyn, but never actually been in Brooklyn. You know what I mean? So I begged this key spots, and then one many years ago, I was doing a job and I was up in uh, up upper uh, the Bronx area near uh, City Island, and that's about the I love the extent of uh, Manhattan I've ever visited. So, but. I watch a lot of Jersey Shore, and it looks like it's a lot of houses and stuff once you get out of the main city a little bit.
2: More, <laughs> yeah. So. <All> right. yeah. <laughs> um, it's great. Yeah. I love to see.
0: Yeah. And you, you plan on staying there after the college, or are you just going to figure out what happens and see what I don't go? even
2: – I kind of want to transfer back, to be honest with you. I, I missed the city so much for the year that I was gone.
3: But, yeah. But, uh, yeah,
2: no, definitely once I'm out of college um, – Besides doing stand-up gigs out of the city, I want to stay here.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like a jealous thing, because I always think people growing up in New York, like, Boston has a lot of open mics, so over the time when I was doing a lot of comedy, now I do it very, getting back into it. I was out of it for about two years, and then I've been doing some some Zoom open mics the last few weeks, and uh, trying to get my feet wet again, but... I just had a kid and got married, so it's tough to find a little bit of time to get up. Slow you down. Slows you down a little bit, you know. But back when I was doing it like more aggressively, like five, you know, four or five years ago, um, I mean, I was at a mic every night, pretty much, you know. But you could do that in in Boston. You can do that in New York. You can do that in some cities. You can't D.C. I was having trouble finding um, open mics. You know, it was there's a few of them, you know, but you had to go. But you like you said, you had to travel. So they're either in Virginia, they're in Maryland, they're either in D.C. And, you know, they were hit and miss, you know, but, you know, it's, you know how Mike's said, they're hit or miss, you know?
2: Yeah. And the only thing is in New York, you can do like three a night. Yeah. In DMV, you can't because, no. you know, you're in Maryland. Now you got to drive to Virginia yeah. for a mic that's in like 20 minutes. And it just isn't, you can't do the same thing.
0: And don't depend on that metro they have in New York. That thing is, I mean, uh, DC, that thing is absolutely freaking, yeah. horrific. Yeah. Yeah. When I was down there, I lived near the uh, the red line, and uh, one day I was waiting for the train, and it was like half hour went by, the train didn't show up, and uh, one of the trains had crashed into another train and caught fire, so, you know, it's a uh, good time. Apparently that's common. It is, yeah.
2: The, the red line just catches fire, and they're like, oh, happened again. Okay.
1: It is
0: uh, uh, pretty I- crazy.
1: I've often wondered, like, what do you do? Like, let's say you're, you live in Nebraska or Kansas. Like, do they even have open mics there? Like, what do you? I know, like, it's so I feel like you just gotta move somewhere with a population along the coast, Boston, New York, or California. If you're from Kansas and Nebraska and you want to be a stand-up comedian, so you're, you're kind of fucked. Funny you said yeah. that.
0: So, remember when I was taking my baseball road trips back in the years? So many over the last decade or so, I was taking these like like four or five day weekend trips and going to see baseball stadiums around the country. And uh, what I was doing at the time, I was doing open mics when I went to some of these towns. And yes, Adam, it is very difficult to find. I think my most awkward open mic was in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, on a Wednesday. Um, so, but a lot of these places, when you get into the small towns, they're they're mix mics. So they're they're, uh, um, what, what should call it? They're Music and comedy, oh. but the majority of the people are there for the music. And so when you mm. surprise them with a comedian, because there's only probably like one or two of us at these mics, it gets really awkward really, really quickly. Um, yeah,
1: I'm sure their taste and sense of humor is a little different. Yeah.
0: So yeah. you got a picture. Wednesday night, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I'm at this bar, <laughs> um, coincidentally called Chiz. It was a chain of restaurants based after the TV show Chiz, obviously based in Boston. Um, that was in the middle of this hotel I was staying at in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So, I I picked the hotel based on the open mic, and I figured I was gonna hit it up and do it. So I go downstairs, I sign up and everything, and they're like, "What are you gonna do?" And I'm like, "I'm just doing comedy." They're like, "Oh, we don't have many com- comedians. This should be interesting." I'm like, "Oh, I'm going like, well, i from Boston, you know. It's you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes." So, crowd, total hipster. But this was the only place open past 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock basically where it was on a Wednesday night. So it was actually pretty cool. So it was like everyone who wanted to drink and hang out was there. But Middle America does not get East Coast humor at all. It's, uh, and, and Mac, you could probably uh, agree with this. It's uh, East Coast humor. We, It's a lot of like, not insults, but a lot of like, you know, busting balls and like, you know. You know, picking things apart and kind of make finding the humor and shit. You know, and like you know, like calling your friend an asshole is it's funny because we just be like, oh you know, uh-huh. shitting yeah, shitting on your friends is what you're supposed to do. People in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, um, were not. They did not understand. They just thought I was being mean. And uh, some girl came <laughs> up to me. She's like, "Is are all the comedians in the East Coast mean?" I go, "We're not mean. I go, we're just we just observational, you know. I go, we just call things as." Cause I was making I was making jokes about cows walking on the street in South Dakota, and you know how like if you know times get tough, you could always date a cousin, you know stuff like that. <laughs> Which they messed. I think it touched home, to be honest with you, because maybe they <laughs> actually do date cousins in South Dakota. I don't know. I they didn't really give me a clear answer, but. Uh, <laughs> Someone wants to know what does your shirt say? My shirt says "Virginia is for lovis. That's what my shirt says, because Virginia is for lovers. Is it? I bought the shirt at a uh, a truck stop in Virginia, in Emporia, Virginia exit eight, and the bathroom had a glory hole in it. So,
1: this is a story. I've never you. seen one in person. I have never seen a glory hole in person. I would take a picture if I did. Yeah. I'd be like, "Oh my god, it's a glory hole!"
0: I wanted to take a picture, but then I, when I was I was peeing and I seen the glory hole to the left of me. And uh, I immediately uh, was like, well, maybe I don't want to spend too much time in this truck stop. And, and, uh. <laughs> but you know the funny story about this truck stop is I've stopped at this truck stop five different times on like road trips during spring break and stuff like that. Oh, hey, Mac, you're actually not too far from me. You're probably like an hour and a half away from me. If you're like driving down 95 and you're going towards the North Carolina border stop, get off at exit 8. It's called <laughs> The place is called Slippins, which is funny enough. And uh has a big Adirondack chair in the front of it. And then if you go to, like, the third stall, there's, like, a uh, glory hole there for your, uh, you know, it's a... You just don't want to be on the wrong side of a glory hole. That should, make it, that should, that should be on a t-shirt. Don't be on the wrong side of a glory hole.
2: Or either. Just... <laughs> yeah, don't... <wanna> be <laughs> Maybe take a pass on that one. Yeah. Shoot, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> yeah,
0: no kidding. You cause some serious damage on the wrong side of a glory hole. I can tell you that much. Um... So back in New York, I don't know if you remember this because it's, it's probably, you were probably an innocent young middle school back in the day, but, um, so we're going to go back in a, go back in the time machine to like 2000, uh, when was it? Like 2007, I was on a class trip. We used to take a lot, of, I was, I was, so I worked at the radio station at my college. So we used to go down to, uh, New York city for the CMAs. It was the college media association and it'd be like a four day long thing where all schools from around the country come to new york city and we sit in set seminars about how to better uh, our newspapers our radio stations our tv stations uh, yearbooks and stuff like that so basically it was an excuse to go to new york city you go to like one or two classes you're supposed to go to and then you just spend the hundred dollars a day they gave you for an allowance on booze mm-hmm. and, and that's nice. basically that's basically what we did yeah. so we were staying in um we're kind of staying in like the Times Square, like Midtown area, but on 8th Avenue back in 2007, now all these places are gone. They just built like pop and buildings there, but that's where all like the, the, the glory, the glory hole, not the glory hole, but the, uh, the massage places and the peep shows were and all this stuff. So from like forty seven no, well, it was probably like from like 38th Street all the way to 46th Street on 8th Avenue, right pretty much where the Port Authority is, both ways. Um, you could go into a peep show and either have a video peep show where you just watch porn on a TV or you have, like, the girl behind the glass and you talk to her through the glass through, like, an intercom system and, like, you give her money and she does certain stuff. And then you get your rub and tugs on sta- There was a lot of um, bad stuff going on there. But when you're, like, a 21-year-old, 20-year-old uh, college oh, student yeah. with a $100 yeah. that your school just gave you, Anything is possible, so uh, you know it's uh it's, so so those are gone now. I me and my wife went to New York uh last Fourth of July. Was it was last year, 4th? no, two 4th of Julys ago. I think that's oh god, that's the last time we've been there. It's two years, almost two years ago. Um, that stuff is long gone. Eighth Avenue was like a it's it's all these beautiful new condos slash commercial places all the way up and down between where those places were. But those are some good times. I mean. I mean, there there are like a couple sex because I went
2: to high school right by there. Okay. Um. Yeah, like West Forty Fourth, I think. Um. And and there's still, you know, you'll walk by and it'll be like touristy thing sex shop, touristy thing. So it's oh. kind of like milled in there just first like little remnants. Of, uh, that actually makes that.
0: me feel very good inside that those places still exist. <laughs> I haven't totally taken away. I mean, that was a little piece of like, because back in the day before my time, and you know. I would would hear stories about Times Square, like in the 70s and 80s, was all porn theaters for the most part. It was like a very unfamily place to go. It was very grungy, dirty, and terrible. And then um, Giuliani came in and uh, cleaned it all up. And now it's like Disney World in the middle of of New York City. So uh, how do you feel about that, by the way? Having, like, something so touristy and so, like, cliche in the middle of, like, a city that you grew up in, like, did you like that, or are you like Bostonians who like avoid Faneuil Hall and Quincy Market during the summertime so we don't have to run into tourists? Yeah,
2: no, I don't like tourists. I, mean, I had to go through them every day to go to school because I got off at the Times Square stop, yep, uh, right there. So then every day there were tourists, but no, I mean it, it sucks because, like, the way I see it, tourists, tourists wander, you know, like they're looking at things and they're kind of like kind of and and New Yorkers. We just walk. Like, I'm going. I'm not going to look around. Like, I'm just... I'm going to the place that I want to go. So, it, they, they often get in my way and, and slow me down. So, I'm not, not a huge fan.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, we're the same way in Boston, too. I mean, New Yorks and Bostonians have a lot in common, believe it or not, except for our, our, like, for certain sports teams. That's about the only difference. Because if you... See, Adam or I, we used to, we used to do the show live in Boston and Cambridge and stuff. And, like, during, like, the summer times. I mean, it is, like you I mean yeah you can you can uh, you can uh, agree like it was like dodging like you know the tourists from like Iowa you know just like oh, yeah. roaming oh, around yeah. taking pictures of everything and like you're trying Nobody to get paying attention right yep. and you're trying to get to like point A to point B like either getting to work or getting to school or getting to the studio like and these people are just like getting in your way yeah, yeah, and
1: then re- remember that day I was so happy that that guy got hit by a bike. <laughs> that, bike that, guy, that cyclist got hit by a car, and I was like, um, yeah, "Score one!" Because <laughs> I hate those people so much—those assholes on the bikes who think they can just fucking do whatever they want. Yeah,
0: we hate. No, no. Yeah, we hate uh, bicyclists here in Massachusetts. Uh, but for some reason, like certain towns love them. So where our old studio was in Cambridge, they were like bike friendly. And uh, Adam oh, was really, really excited one day when a guy got picked off by a bike. It was. Uh,
1: but bikes well, the rat- fucking lane kept getting wider and wider yeah. I swear to god They used to be like kind of smaller And then as the years went on They got they became like half Not even kidding Half of the fucking street is a goddamn. Bike. I, I don't get
2: that Because the bike is very thin I don't How much space do you need?
1: Yeah, exactly
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I remember one day I beeped at a bicyclist Because he was like Zooming in and out of lanes And I was driving through Cambridge And so I beeped at him And then I got to a red light He walked up to the side of my car and pounded on the side of my window Then took his gum out of his mouth And smeared it on my passenger side window Then took off on his bike And Asshole. I was like And I, I didn't even know what to do Like I was like I want <laughs> You know When you think about it afterwards I was like Oh I'm just gonna go in my trunk And beat the shit out of his bicycle But like at the time You're so shocked That some like Moron Is doing something so Absurd You know It's just very uncomfortable
1: and then even worse than those assholes are the are the people on the bicycles who think they're a car. They're not even on the lane. They All think right, they're a car right. and they use their hand as directional signals. Yeah. Right? That's what and I then, say. It's my
0: direction. I'll give them yeah, the fuck finger.
1: That, we'll fuck right? <laughs> what What frustrates me even more is then they don't. Okay, fine. You want to act like a car? Be a fucking car. And then a light's red and they go through it because they're not a car. Yeah. Like right. um, I thought you want to act like a fucking car. Like, yeah. you, I hate ah. Oh,
0: Follow the <laughs> rules, or don't followers, you fucking bicyclists. That's all I get to
1: say. Yeah, don't mix and mash because who yeah. you have a bicycle. Ooh, you know, I can do what I want. I'm a bicycle. is uh, gonna be in
0: the you. grill of my car and it'll be dragged 15 blocks. That's what's gonna happen it, if you catch me. And, and on then the, you're gonna get in trouble because he's a fucking idiot.
1: Yeah, exactly. and that's the worst part of it. Ugh.
2: So yeah, uh, we uh we had this on the way from the metro to my college. There was probably about a mile walk. There was barely two people wide on a sidewalk. And these bicyclists would just go and they wouldn't care. Like we got hit so many times and they just didn't care because they were bicyclists and they could do what they want. I'm like,
0: so, yeah, that would enrage uh, Adam. Adam would probably go to jail if he was in, in a situation. Uh, which he had to deal with that I on a regular basis. I
1: heard it was a. If I was to sit in a car and open my door and a bicyclist slam into my door, I heard it was like a two hundred and fifty dollars fine. I was like, "That's it? I will do that on purpose for two hundred and fifty dollars. It sounds worth it to me." Better videotape about it. it.
0: Make it worth the while, you know. <laughs> Fuck those bicyclists. Um, <sighs> how do you feel about your mayor? I'm not a fan of you. I'm mean, obviously I don't live in New York City, but I'm not a fa- fan of. Uh, What's his name? De, De, DeMod- De, Blasio. De Blasio. Are you are you a fan of him? I, I, he seems to be very like blah in in the terms of yeah. New York Mayors.
2: No, I would agree with that. I mean, he doesn't really uh, take stances on things, and then you know the subway's gone to crap here, so the delays are crazy, and he's he's not doing a great job with the riots right now. So current, <laughs> I mean, he was better than the other uh, the, the 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 option that he ran again. Okay but he's not good like you, you know what i mean like he's still he doesn't really both of the options suck he was better but he still <laughs> doesn't do it
1: he's the lesser of the evils I, is what you're saying
0: I feel yeah like I that's guess, of, that
2: seems to be that common thread here yeah i feel yeah. like
0: that's of like many elections including the presidential elections yeah. you know it's like you know governors elections you know it's like you pick in between and, and you, you say to yourself i'm like we're one of the you know, most respectable countries in the world. And these are the best two people you could come up with to do this job. Is it just because all the good people just don't want any part of this fucking job? I mean, because you have to be like half a little bit crazy to want to be any position such as a governor yeah. or even a New York, a New York, a mayor of New York, I believe, is more powerful than most governors of some of the shitty states in this country. You know, I believe like yeah. you're, you're the mayor of New York. You have more power than like the governor of like Montana. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 'Cause you're controlling more people, right? Your population's a lot bigger. You have millions of people to live in, in you know, what's how what's New York? Twenty square miles or something like that? Something ridiculous? It's
2: a lot of lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like Brooklyn and New York would be the two largest cities. Like if Brooklyn was its own thing. Yeah. It's enormous
0: Yeah. yeah. It's insane. So, so how do you feel about his, his daughter getting in trouble? I seen something on the, on, I think it was on... Uh, yeah, what ha- I saw that. What happened? Apparently she, she got arrested, because um, obviously we know that de Blasio, he's married to a, a black woman, and so he has mixed-race children, you know, it's obviously yeah. for people who live in New York, but um, some people may not know that. But his daughter was at one of the protests, and she had gotten arrested um, for, and I'm not quite sure what she was doing, but...
1: Unlawful she, assembly.
0: Is that what it was? So yeah, she, was just, she was just part of a group of people. That sounds like you. That sounds kind of like a half assed charge to me. Like, that's just, you just showed yeah. up and you weren't supposed to be there. Doesn't really yeah. sound like it'd stick. I, I, yeah, I thought I mean, it was more or less she was throwing bricks on the side of a UGG store and taking a pair of her herself, but I guess.
1: That might have been what she wa- was doing, but it got dumbed down to unlawful assembly. <laughs> that is a know? good point.
0: She could have been responsible. Because her father is the mayor, the charges could have been dropped mm-hmm. a little bit. That is true. That is very true. Because I, you don't want to be the cop to have to file that report because, I mean, no. you might not have a job the next day.
2: Well, I saw something. I'm not sure what state it was in, but I saw something about this, like, state senator, or not state senator, but a senator of this state getting, like, pepper sprayed at a protest. Oh, shit. Like, you know, what cop thinks it's a good idea to pepper spray the senator? It just doesn't... doesn't make any See, sense. if I was
0: the senator, I would make sure I had a t-shirt on saying, I'm the senator. So they know <laughs> the... So they're the Make sure I'm separated from the rest of the crew because you know you don't want to be mixed in with the rest of the rigmarole and that you know you know you don't want to be that guy you know I feel like you you ex- you've experienced enough in your life you achieve a point of like kind of like a pass like yeah you you go you know what I mean I mean isn't that what it's all about trying to know as many people as you can so you can get by with like a pass you know I don't know that's what I think but <laughs> yeah that's cool. so one of the interesting topics we were talking about Adam and I and and uh, you said you had some interest in this was uh, baseball. So, as we know, the baseball players are being kind of pussies right now, and they can't, and the owners are just as bad. It's a, it's a pissing match between the two of them, trying to figure out, are we going to play a season? If you're going to have, how many games are we going to play? If so, how much are they getting paid? It's kind of like, uh, right now, it's almost like the baseball players are like halfway through the season, and they're just like, yeah, we don't want to play, play at this point. But
1: yeah, they can't get that shit together at all.
0: And the owners yeah. are looking at it as a financial loss because even if they can play and they can't let people into the stadium, then it's pretty much running a, a league for no money. They're going to take a loss this year. So I can see both. It doesn't seem like both parties really want to play. I think both of them are trying to pretend they want to play. So they, they're saying these extreme, like, demands, for example. Like, I want, you know, crazy stuff. So you, like when you go to a job interview and you really don't want the job, so you make an outrageous, like, you know, request for a salary, and you hope they just be like, "Yeah, you're crazy."
1: And you, yeah, hope it's it. like meeting with like the Detroit Lions. <laughs> yeah, it's like taking a meeting with the Detroit Lions as a kicker or something. Yeah, yeah. So
0: it's just like you know, yeah. you you say, "Yeah, oh, I want ten million dollars to be a kicker for the Detroit Lions," and you hoping they like saying that's crazy. But then you're crossing your fingers they don't accept the offer, and then you're stuck. You know. <laughs> and I feel like that's what baseball and the owners are doing. But Adam and I were talking about and um, about how. Baseball players of our generation, so like 80s, 90s era, are so much more athletes and like badass well,
1: than they were. And I wonder if it has to do with the way they were marketed to, or if there really is just MLB doesn't do that anymore, or is it just that nobody cares about baseball as much anymore? Like, could you, like, I'm looking at right now the leader of home runs for the MLB last year in, in the National League was Pete Alonso. He was in New York Mets, but I don't know who the fuck that is. And in the AL, it was Jorge Soler. Yeah. Dude, who the fuck are these? Who I, okay, no. do I if you could put, uh, you could blow up his, his face and I wouldn't know who the fuck this guy is. I could have told you Ken Griffey Jr. was. You know what I mean? Like these were guys that were marketable guys that they put out there that everybody knew who they were. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, and like absolutely. you, look, you just look at some of these guys like Roger Clemens and Nolan Ryan, Randy Johnson. Like these guys are just badasses and they pitched a lot of innings, kicked a lot of ass and now everyone whines and complains and oh, I need Tommy John surgery. Yeah. It's 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 all sucks now. I don't know what the fuck happened. So Mac, you go well, up I, I mean,
2: Chris, I just feel like less people are watching baseball now,
1: which is like, true. So you
2: know, like no one knows who these people are because no one goes to the game. Like I read something about how attendance was so much down in in Yankee Stadium and things like that. I I just think. It's not as exciting as it was, so people don't watch it, so no one cares who these people are.
0: I mean, sorry to say, but the majority of people that died of coronavirus are over the age of 70 or, or 65, say 65 plus, and that's the majority of the people that watch baseball. The average <laughs> age of a baseball watcher was 63 years old in the United States. 63 years old, the average baseball watcher, which puts me yeah. as a 36-year-old in the a very minority of people that watch pretty much every Red Sox game, you know, but I, yeah. you know, but these old folks—they loved watching it. It was their thing, and you know, sadly, a lot of them had passed. So I mean, you're taking even more of the audience away.
1: But do you think MLB? I mean, I know I totally agree that like the the tendencies are people watching, it's fewer. But do you think part of the result of that is MLB not putting as much into it? Advertising, trying to find a player to get people. Like, look at NFL for example. Everyone talks about Madden, you know, the Madden football games. There's always like players who are always elevated, you know, into you know the headlines. But baseball kind of used to be like that, yeah. And then they stopped. They never really marketed anybody anymore. So it's like, yeah, people stopped watching. But also, you stopped kind of trying to get people invested too. You know, I feel like there's kind of a, a balance there of both sides not really. Contributing, the fans just kind of gave up because they thought it was starting to get boring, and MLB giving up on not trying to please them. You
0: know, it's it's too many games. Yeah. The season's too long. Yeah. I mean, if, too long. if they if yeah. they if they if they did like they did in the old days, where the last day, the last game of the regular season was Labor Day, right? That's the last game of the regular season, and the playoffs start the day after Labor Day, and you play. That's why they call it you know October, Mister October, because all the playoff games are in October. Now we're going into November. You know, for the World Series, if they go, you know, past like a game five or six, what is the problem of saying, listen, baseball season's way too long. You know, let's start after, you know, let's start May 1st and let's play to Labor Day. Let's reduce it by two months and then have all, the entire month of September until early October as your playoffs more people would watch because the reason people watch so much football is because it's not on all the time. So it's, they they can only grasp so much of it, right? So it's like a demand you have, you're, you're, you know, flooding the market with uh baseball. So people aren't really, you know, enjoying it. It's too much. We watch it as background noise. Yeah. I mean, I think
2: that, uh, I think the problem is now, I don't know why they lengthened it originally, but I think the problem is now everyone loses money, you know, if they shorten it. Like the owners and the players are going to get, you know, less money for contracts depending on how much you shorten the season. So, like, none of them want to do it. The same reason why they're not going to have or probably won't have a season this year because, like, no one makes any money. They both lose, so they're just not going to do it.
0: And they, they, what, the baseball owners fucked themselves because they gave their players so much friggin' money in these outrageous contracts that are, are far and beyond. It, they were really ballsy giving guaranteed contracts to players when you're you know, sport is now the second, now, now maybe the third to so sometimes maybe the fourth in some markets, most populated sport. And you make a majority of your money on attendance coming to the game. So people coming to the game is where you, you, you have to pay for these players. Whereas football, on the other hand, makes sixty percent of their money just from TV. So even if they had no one coming to the stadium, they could still make sixty percent of their income, and they're not guaranteed contracts. So if Joe Blow blows his arm out, you don't gotta pay him anymore. You just cut him yeah. and you tell him good luck. Yep. You know,
1: it, it's amazing how much power the baseball union got and the football union didn't. It really is amazing. It started um, in yeah. ninety four. Ninety
0: four baseball was one of the most popular sports in the country, right? I mean, they were I, they were probably number one in ninety four. Over football, and the players go on strike. They just say "fuck it," we're not playing. And from that minute on, the the players' union had gained so much grasp because basically that was the the, the game in, in the town. Everyone wanted baseball, and they they sat out the entire '94 season. And then when they came back in late '95, they pretty much regained. The donors were pretty much coughed their hands between their legs because they couldn't do anything at that point because it was either like have replacement players play, which they did. But a lot of players didn't even want to play because they didn't want to cross the picket line because they were still minor league players. So that's basically how they got it. I mean, they striked at the right time. Now, if football players striked, you know, you would you would need big names like Tom Brady and like J.J. Watts and guys like that to agree on the strike and sit out. Because if, sure. they, if they don't, there's so many players who are half subpar willing to play in college level. In practice mm-hmm. squads that will play as replacement players. And for the football has done it before with replacement players, and people watch. So
1: that's funny, the- though, Artie. Uh, you were saying with baseball, you know, and it is an issue, the season's just too damn long. And also, too, the length of game is too long. I am looking at a chart right now of length of game from 1920 to last year. All right. So last year, the average length of game, three hours and five minutes, right? Yep. 1920 average length of game, one hour 47 minutes. Jesus, wow. <laughs> like, well, back, back then you were expected to go full nine first of all a pitcher. Yeah. and like i'm sure the advertising wasn't as much they didn't have commercials obviously and yeah. you know you get the ball you fucking throw it you don't you don't try to sit there and wave off oh i don't want that oh visit the mound yeah. oh pitching change you know um but in 1980 1990 it was around two and a half hours wow that's yeah. crazy
2: I I think I don't know I I saw statistics that said that there were way more strikeouts now like twenty five percent uh I, of the you know at bats went strikeouts I don't like I think added on to the commercials thing and the advertisements you know that's a lot of pitches like the amount that go like three balls and then a strikeout it, so many at bats and then that that time adds up and it just that, plus the commercials, these games get extended by so much
1: more. Well, so what year did they raise the mound? It used to be flat. I, remember, I don't know what year it was, but they did raise the mound at one point, and I think that started contributing to more hits.
0: That was in the oh. 70s, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think it was in the 70s, and uh, it did contribute to more hits because you had a little bit of advantage. The ball was coming down at a better angle. Um, but... Um, the idea of having the players and – what the hell is the point I was going to make? The I fucking just – I just had a stroke. I have no Same idea what else I was going to say. I just had a senior moment. I was I had a great point. I'm like, I can see it in my head right now. Oh, no. Oh, God. Jeez. Oh, no. <laughs> you distracted me with the mound. I was thinking of a boob because the mound looks like a boob from a <laughs> just lost my train of thought right there. But um no the length of games and stuff yeah because oh no I, I know what I was gonna say so they try to put the the rule in this year for baseball where you have to pitch I think you have to pitch in a, a complete was it two two batters before they can change the yeah, batter yeah right I now, think somewhere. it's
1: two yeah I think it's about two batters yeah it's, it's
0: not changing anything it's it's just it's I hate to say it but it's it's I don't know if you reduce the game to seven innings you're taking away the fundamentals of baseball I mean if you just reduce maybe if you tell baseball listen you can you could pick four people to pitch that's it. You have four pitches. You can use those four pitches throughout the game. That is it. Once you submit those pitches in the beginning of the game, that is it. And if it goes longer, then you stop putting position players in and you make your pitches play right field. Like, now you start getting, like, you know what I mean, like the old days.
1: I got an idea. I got an idea. Make it more interesting. Before the game, the umpires decide where to put landmines in the field. <laughs> right. <laughs> Or, no, but they're not real landmines that will actually hurt people. They're more like giant party poppers, right? Like so a player can players. run over it going for a for a foul ball and boom, right? And then yeah. all of a sudden confetti goes everywhere, does loose his track of the ball. I think it would make the game really interesting.
0: It would make you know? it interesting. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys see the time where we got like two minutes before we're going to get kicked off this, this chat and to go back on again. So uh, be prepared because the the miracle of Zoom is when you don't pay for it, you pay for it really Get bad. kicked off and come oh, back oh. on so, five minutes. Well, t- And just to give you a heads up, in, in, a, in less than two minutes, we're going to, um, so pretty much you guys on Facebook are watching a commercial break. All right.
1: Hello, hello. Are we all back? Hello. We're all
0: back in town. Look at that. That, was, that commercial is brought to you by Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball <laughs> needs to shorten the season and shorten games for people to like again. I know Brian Pettigrew, our viewer of the week, watching uh, all the way out in Los angeles california he is a dodgers slash raiders fan for life and uh he is a big fan of the show we also want to say hi to uh my aunt sharon watching down in connecticut hey, Sharon. we got uh we got sammy watching from melrose and we got dina watching from i don't know where but she wanted to know what my shirt said so
1: oh i can't there I, like, I am i'm back you uh, couldn't back. see me for a minute
0: so we talked baseball we talked riots we talked coronavirus but now it's the most important part of the show who said it's been a while
1: yes all so, right so, so real quick just want really to
0: go over in case people watch it for the first time of Basically, course
1: of course i'm gonna give a quote okay and you have to guess who said it was it kanye west or was it donald trump that is the the name of the game all right all right. And this this game infuriates a lot of people. It is a very <laughs> difficult game which you'll find out. Maybe I'm throwing an easy one at you. Maybe it's it's going to be tougher than you think. You know, a lot of people struggle with this, you know. It, we, we've seen it a million times already. I think yeah. your wife I think has done the best at this and it, yes. I would think it might have been 50%. Like that's like the best anybody I think has ever done is maybe 50%. So I feel like oh.
0: so yeah, cuz we were before we were doing George Bush, Kanye West, which was very hard. And yes. I'm assuming that Donald Trump, Kanye West is going to be even hotter. <laughs> so, all right, hit us with the first one.
1: Here we go. Quote My greatest award is what I'm about to do. Was it Kanye or is it Trump?
0: Mm. I'm going to say Kanye. Yeah, I'm going to double that.
1: It is Kanye. All right. ding, 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 ding. Okay. Quote number two I feel like I'm too busy writing history to read it.
0: I'm That's gonna, Kanye. I going to say Trump.
1: That is Kanye. That's oh. oh, it. All right. Without passion, you don't have energy. Without energy, you have nothing.
0: I'm going with Kanye.
2: Yeah, I'm doing Kanye again, but
0: that is Trump. No oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a very Kanye thing to say.
1: It does, doesn't it? Uh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Some of these are. Uh... <laughs> All right, next quote. People say I have a bad reputation. I think I've got the best reputation in the building. That's Trump. That's Trump. That is Kanye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit.
0: (laughs) I was was so confident (laughs) that was Trump. So confident.
1: (laughs) All right. Money was never a big motivation for me, except as a way to keep score. The real excitement is playing the game.
0: That's Trump. I'm going to say Kanye.
1: That is Trump. Uh, <laughs> <Psychous yeah. point. laughs> All right. uh, the Pope, I hope, can only be scared by God.
0: That's Kanye.
2: Is that? Oh, well, I'll go Trump just for uh, game's sake.
1: That, that is Trump.
2: <laughs> Holy scary. shit.
1: That uh, was such a Kanye uh, thing man. to say. That <laughs> <But>, uh, is <laughs> Trump. All right, I'm pretty calculating. I take stuff that I know appeals to people's bad sides and match it up with the stuff that appeals to their good sides.
0: See, I can picture both of them. I'm going to say say Trump, too, but I can picture both of them saying that. Oh, yeah. Like, moving their hands. (laughs) Really? (laughs) That's Kanye?
1: Kanye? (laughs) Yeah, it's Kanye. All right. Wow. Um, A little more moderation would be good. Of course, my life hasn't exactly been one of moderation. That's Kanye. I'm
0: going to say Trump. That is Trump. Ah. (laughs) Boom! I got two points. I'm doing great.
1: (laughs) So many people are on television that don't know me, and they're like experts on me.
0: That's kind of. I'll go Trump. That's Trump. (laughs) I could. She's pretty much say whatever I say, the opposite, because that's basically. Hey, I've matched you a few times. (laughs) 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 It's a tough game.
1: It It really is. So, all right. People have me pinned as a shark or a predator in some way, and in no way am I that. I wouldn't want to hurt anyone. I want to defend people. I want to help people.
0: Oh. I'm going Kanye. I'm going to go Trump.
1: It's Kanye. <laughs> you guys just love going opposite each other.
0: <laughs> and you know what the, this thing is? I'm I, I'm really passionate about my choice too. I'm like I'm like ninety five. Like I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually trying. Yeah.
1: I know I don't blame dude. If I was sitting in your chair, I'd probably <laughs> do the same thing. It's hard. This is a hard game. It's like flip a fucking coin. All right, two more. Oh, I'm competitive, and I love to create challenges for myself. Maybe that's not always a good thing. It can make life complicated.
0: That's Trump. Actually, I'm i going to say Kanye was my first choice. That's Trump. <laughs> Couldn't be worse at this game. Couldn't be worse. Right. Last one. i going to bring my right. wife in. She's, pretty, she's right. phenomenal at this game.
1: Last one. All right. Know your worth. People always act like they're doing more for you than you're doing for them.
0: Kanye. I was going to say Kanye, yeah.
1: It's Kanye. Okay. Yep. I think I got three.
0: <laughs> Matt, congratulations. You won. Is it Kanye or yeah. is it Trump this week?
1: Uh, stay tuned next week for uh, is it Hillary Clinton or is it is it a uh, Kim Kardashian? Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's gonna be good.
0: Kim, Kim Kardashian
1: or Hillary Clinton?
0: Oh, Kim Kardashian West. That's good. I don't, that I don't you know gonna if try? I can really put that together, but I'm gonna try. That's right. actually going to be a pretty good one, I think. There's gonna be No, I think it might, might have some
2: challenges there. We'll see.
0: Yeah, oh, it's gonna
1: be challenging.
0: The Kardashians are a family that fascinates me. Have you been watching um, Kirby Kine- K- Kirby uh, Jenner? Do you guys know Kirby Jenner is? No, no. So no. <laughs> I was confused. So he's really stretching now for uh, for Kardashian content, if you will. So they have this show, and they're premiering Kirby Jenner now. Kirby Jenner is supposedly um, Kylie's twin brother, but he's fake. He I guess started a Twitter or an Instagram pretending to be kylie's twin brother and he like picked up so much steam and he actually like people like started following him and he actually says so that they brought him on to the kardashian show as a character like there's an episode coming up next week that he's on and i had to google it i was like did i have a long lost brother that no one knew about like you know because some of these reality shows have like uh family members that don't like participate you know yeah but um Yeah, so Kirby Jenner, Google him. He looks like uh, he should be in a uh, FBI profile. Um, He's a very scary-looking guy.
1: I'm looking him up right now. Yeah, Uh, but his
0: whole MO is he's a fake Kardashian that picked up steam. So that's how desperate they're getting for storylines I'm keeping up with with the Kardashians. I I don't trust anybody
1: with a mustache like that. No, it's very creepy. That
2: guy looks like he hangs out in middle school. He
1: does. He should be... (laughs)
0: <laughs> he should be driving a van with no windows. One yeah. In
1: 1970. Yes. Yeah.
0: He looks like he should be like in a 70s like rock group, like who sings songs about like you know like like uh, Tony Orlando and Don type thing. You know.
1: Oh, he's creepy. Yeah. Oh yeah, very creepy.
0: So we'll leave it at this point of view: pick a cadash, uh, kill, marry, or fuck. You get to pick three Kardashians. What? What? We'll start with you, Mac. I know.
2: I think off the bat, we're killing Kirby. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, and you uh, can
0: include the dad slash mom. Um, any of them, or the mom dad, whatever. You get the whole family. You get the Kardashian and Jenna crew. You could pick any of the female slash. I guess you could even pick. Caitlyn Jenner, if you really wanted to.
2: (laughs) I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass on that one. Thank you. (laughs) Nothing wrong with her. I'm not killing her either. We're just gonna leave her out of the equation for that. I don't. I guess I'll. uh, I don't know them super well, but we'll kill the Kirby guy because you know that guy kind of deserves it, and then we'll uh, we'll fuck the Kylie one. Ooh. and then mary kendall i guess i don't aren't they the same people uh, no, the the just about
0: <laughs>
1: oh man all right what about you mr
0: mallet if you had a
1: all right i'm first right off the bat i have to kill kim because i just she is like the the one who started this whole thing and i just the look on her just pisses me off so i'm killing kim right off the, right out of the gate um does Chloe count because she's yes. OJ's daughter? No, you, yeah, I mean. you can pick her, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm killing Kim. I am going to uh, probably fuck Kylie or Kendall. Uh, I don't, Kendall looks like a bitch and like a dead fish, so I probably won't have any fun with her. I'll have sex with Kylie. <laughs> and I will marry – you know what? Courtney seems to be – she makes horrible choices because she married a Scott Disick guy, but like, she seems like the one that's at least a little bit more – even though none of them are normal. Yeah. I'm going to say she seems oh. like the most normal one, which is a stretch, but the most normal one. And you're forcing me to pick, you know. Yep. Gun to your head. I kill. So I guess Courtney. Marry Courtney. Adamo, even though I want to kill her.
0: I'm going to say me and you. Very close. I'm going to really? m- marry. Uh, Who would you say you're going to marry? The older one, right? Courtney. Yeah. Yep. Marry Courtney. Kill Kim. And instead of uh, Kylie, I'm going to go with the Ken- Kendall for the banging. Okay, just because I don't know the other one, she seems a little trashy to me. She is, I
1: know, but she looks. That's that's what I mean. She'd be more fun, and I just want to be talking to her. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. She does seem trashy. She did just currently
0: lie about being the first billionaire. I guess that came out that she's really not a billionaire.
1: I thought that was Kendall. I don't know. Kendall's a supermodel who looks like I think looks like a bitch, but it's probably a dead fish. But tall glass of
0: water.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, So there we go that's uh, Kill, Mary and Fuck Kardashian style there. Hashtag Kardashian edition. Yes. Kardashian. Hashtag OJ's daughter.
1: <laughs> Do you know
0: what's <laughs> funny? Mac didn't know who OJ was. Like, you know OJ as the murderer, but you don't know OJ as, like, the actor, football player.
1: Like, we... I Adam, know
2: OJ as the murderer and the current Twitter person. He now yes. has a Twitter, and it's very entertaining. And
1: the actor... He was in the Naked Gun movies. Yeah. So, but, yeah.
0: <laughs> so like as me and Adam were too young, we're too young to see him play football cuz I think he was already kind of retired by the time you and you were born. But we yeah. remember him as like an actor. He, I remember him being on the uh the rental car commercial for Hertz.
1: Oh, wow. Like, uh, I don't remember that. I just remember him in the Naked Gun the Naked movies, Gun well, movies. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I wrote to him recently. You wrote to him? I wrote to him on Twitter only because I was thinking, you know what? He's probably so used to people sending him hate mail like, hey, OJ, how'd you feel about killing your wife? That Maybe if I <laughs> sent him a message being like, hey, OJ, how'd you feel about being in the Naked Gun movies? What is your fondest memory? He might, he might look at it like, oh my God, this person has something nice to ask me and respond. He didn't. Dude, but it was he, worth a shot. I was going to
0: say, if he responds, I bet he does this show. I bet we can get him on. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine O.J. Simpson. I would just, I, and I'd be like, "Listen, I'm not going to talk about any murder stuff. We're just going to talk about. We're just going to, we're going to 100 percent talk about the Naked Gun movies. That's all I want to know about your acting career." And how I tried,
1: comes. man. He probably thinks it's a trap, though. You know, I, I don't blame him. I would too. He probably thinks, "No, it was a trap." Get O.J. on, and we're gonna, we're gonna blast <laughs> me with my murder questions.
0: to O.J. O.J. If the glove <laughs> don't quit, if the glove don't you must, fit, you must acquit. You must acquit. Yes. Awesome. Well, Mac, thanks for joining us tonight. You don't want to plug anything? No, Website, so Twitter, Instagram, anything you have? Uh,
2: I mean, I got my Twitter and my uh, Twitter handle and my name there. Um, Yeah, you should follow me. I'm doing like some joke test soon, I think, which should be fun. And we can uh, play around with that. So, yeah, no problem.
0: Cool, man. Thanks for coming thanks, on. Uh, that was great. If you ever make it up to Boston, let us know and uh yeah, man. do some comedy up. There. Nice We'd like here. to get together with you there. we could do uh hit up a couple open mics or something like that.
2: Yeah, fun. that'd be fun.
0: Cool. Adam, what are you uh promoting this week?
1: Um, as always, you can check out the whirlwind potato on YouTube for movie stuff. And uh, that's all I got.
0: The potato, all right. And of course you could get me on the packy.com. And uh, my wife and my son's uh, vlog, The Wicked Explorer, is on YouTube. We just hit 100 subscribers and we're very excited about that. That's like the highlight of our week here at the uh, 84 household. So that is that. And yeah. uh, all of you who's watching out there on Facebook land, thanks for watching. Make sure you uh, download and uh, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and YouTube. And uh, Mac, again, thanks for coming out and joining us tonight. Stay safe. And. NYC Nice to meet you man nice to meet you Nice talking to you and uh we'll we'll talk to you guys soon have a good night see ya